I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He covers the Bucks for the Athletic. Milwaukee in town to play the Grizzlies inside FedEx Forum tonight. It's Eric Name making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, Eric, we were talking a little bit about Giannis in the opening segment. At this point, um, it, it appears that most people agree Giannis is the best basketball player on the planet. He's won an MVP. He's been a finals MVP. He's won a championship. He checks all the boxes. And yet we were wondering and not sure if we have the right answer or not. Why isn't he more popular than he is? Like when LeBron's in town, there's a certain buzz. Steph in town, a certain buzz. With Giannis, it doesn't quite match that, I don't think. First off, let me just ask you, what do you make of that? Is it something you notice as you cover this team on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think I think part of it might be the fact that uh, he does come from a different country. Uh, I think some of that is harder for American sports fans to connect to. I think um, it may not be as extreme as we've seen with a guy like Nikola Jokic, but, you know, I, I think it is harder for American sports fans to, to make that connection to you know, not feel like, oh, yeah, I remember watching that guy at Memphis try to win a national championship or, or wherever it may be. Or, you know, I remember seeing his, oh, I don't even know what are the name of YouTube mixtape show, hoop, Hoops mixtape or whatever. I, I didn't see him have those in high school. He, he's this guy that came from obscurity, and, and I think it's harder for people to either relate or to feel like they've known this guy for a really long time. And that's not, he's been in the league for 10 years. But even in those first couple of years, he was toiling in relative obscurity in Milwaukee, where the Bucks weren't any good. And it's a small market, that, and you guys know how that goes in Memphis. And you don't get as much attention. And you just kind of have some of those things where I think eventually when he did pop onto the scene as, as an MVP and won them back to back. And then, you know, you have the bubble, but then the year after the Bucks win a title. Uh, I think all that's happened relatively quickly. And I think it's been hard for people to, to really feel like and invest in that story and, and know that story. Cause you mentioned those two other guys, you know, everyone's known LeBron since he was what, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry, everyone knows about him at Davidson and, the magical run that he went on there. Like, I think that is, is a really a big part of it. It's, it's being from a different country and then it's just not feeling like you got to know him throughout all of that. 
And I think it's made it harder for fans to really, really connect and feel like, yeah, this is, this is one of the, the best players in the world. And, and I, I, I've watched him for years and years and years because in reality, it, it, he really has burst onto the scene here in the last, I don't know, six years or so. Talking to Eric Name, he covers the Bucks for the Athletic Milwaukee in town to play the Grizzlies inside FedEx Forum tonight. You'll be able to listen to that right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. All of my observations of Giannis are from a distance. Like It's stuff I see on YouTube. It's stuff I see on television. It's stuff I read. But from a distance, my observations would be incredible talent, great personality, seems like a terrific guy, big smile, good-looking, international player who speaks English, humble, self-deprecating, like he checks a lot of the boxes that um, you would like a superstar to check. But again, those are observations from a distance. You cover this guy every day. What's it like to, to, to deal with Giannis or be around with Giannis um, as often as you are? Is he the same guy up close as he seems to be from a distance? Yeah, I do I do think he he does have that that kind of magnetic personality where uh it's always going to be you're kind of waiting for him to flash that smile and and tell a joke or or have a laugh and and do all of those things and and I think largely what you see from afar is who he is. I think one of the the only other things that I think is maybe a little bit harder uh, you know, to portray, uh, you know, when he's telling dad jokes uh, mm. after a game or he's, uh, you know, laughing about it or, or talking about the inspiration that it took to, to come from his life or come from his life in Greece and, you know, survive kind of as an, as an illegal immigrant in Greece and then do all that is like all that is inspirational. And you mentioned the personality, but I do think, you know, for a long time now, I've, I've kind of, that I coined this term, he's a Kobe level lunatic. And I say that in like the kindest way because this dude is obsessed with the game of basketball. He's been obsessed with it from the moment I met him. He he cares about two things in this world. He cares about being better as a basketball player and his family. And there is, there's nothing else out there. And yes, like he obviously does endorsement deals. Uh, and he does all those other things. But to me, what has made him who he is, is that obsessiveness over the game of basketball. And I think those are those are the things where it's a little bit harder to, to get that from afar when you're not there every day. Um, and, and, you know, I've been lucky enough over the years to have him open up to me and uh, it, I know there's a number of people in Milwaukee that joke that it's it's not a, a Giannis interview unless he drops a couple of F-bombs because that's just like who he is. He's that intense. That's what he's always thinking about. He's always, you know, just kind of being that. And again, I use use the word lunatic in reverence, right? Like this is this is his obsession. This is what he wants to do every single day is get better as a basketball player. I think that's the thing that is kind of most difficult to get from afar. Everything else, I mean, translates pretty perfectly. He is that personality. He is that, that guy that smiles. He loves telling jokes. He loves being that. But that obsessiveness, I think, is a little bit harder to, to get from afar. I played the audio in the opening segment from a shoot-around within the past couple of months, I believe, where he was sort of joking, like, 
God's way of keeping me humble is to not allow me to make three-pointers because I've got everything else. I'm good-looking. I've got a wonderful wife and beautiful kids, and I can rebound and Eurostep and dunk on people. I can't have everything, so God has decided he will not let me make three-pointers. Um, is that just sort of where we are? It seems like for years it was like, man, if Giannis ever becomes reliable from the perimeter, watch out. And it just feels like he is going to be, and you'll know this better than I, um, he's going to be an, an all-time great player who maybe never you know, shoots much better than low 30s from three-point range. Is that sort of – I don't know that he's accepted that, but has the organization fan base sort of accepted that? Um, he has not accepted that. He will never accept it. He will keep doing those things, like I said, in an obsessive matter. But I do think when you try to talk to people about him, I think he's uh, he's kind of modern-day Shaq. He is just an absolute force at the rim, but rather than posting up, which he can do, he can post up, that he can catch on the block, he can catch lobs, he can do those types of things. Um, instead of doing that, he will bring the ball up the floor and he'll figure out how to use his athleticism to Euro-step through people. But then also while he's Euro-stepping, you know, you're going to feel all 245 pounds of him. He's going to figure out how to use his hips. He's going to figure out how to create an angle. And and he's going to be this battering ram that uh, you you just – you can't stop one-on-one. You're going to have to build the wall. You're going to have to have multiple defenders. You're going to have to have – an entire team concept built around the idea of we are stopping this guy tonight. Uh, Everything else doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is stopping this guy tonight because anytime we've seen teams try to use single coverage or or stay off of him or or just do a poor job building a wall, he goes for 40, he goes for 50 and he does it on, you know, 15 shots at the rim and another 15 free throws. Like those are, those are the type of things. And, that is great, but I do think, you know, the the one-on-one conversation I had with him before the season that we ran at The Athletic, the, I think he's at a portion of his career where he knows he can only do this for so long. Um, he, he cannot, this is year 10 for him, he's 28 years old, he, he cannot do this forever. He, he cannot go through, you know, every season taking the beating that he takes. And he hands out a lot, don't get me wrong, but to hand out that beating and be as physical as he is takes a lot out of him. And I think one of the things we've seen from him this year, and you could see it in the most recent game that the, that the Bucks played, he, he had 30 against the Warriors. He dominated that game physically. Uh, but if you watch that game at the end of it, uh, Giannis hits a three to score his 30th point. He puts his arms out wide. He looks up to the sky and he yells, because it was the first shot he had hit outside of the lane the entire night. <laughs> and he knows that if he's going to age well, and he's talked about trying to play 20 years before this is year 10, um, if he's going to age well, he's going to have to continue to get more skilled and get better as a shooter, get better as a post-up threat, get better as a passer, do all those other things, because that is how you survive declining athleticism, that is how you survive taking all of the hits that he has 
uh, over the decade that he's been in the league. And if he wants to stick around for another decade, he has to continue to grow in those ways. And I do think that is one thing that we've seen him really try to work on this year. And frankly, we've seen him struggle with this year. We've seen him have some struggles at the free throw line. We've seen him struggle from the three-point line. Those are things that he is thinking about now as he gets older. And the Bucks are good enough that he can work on some of these things in the in the regular season. They're still 20-7. and seven. Um, I think if you'd ask him for an honest assessment of his play thus far, he would say it hasn't been that good. Um, I, I think you would probably get him to say it's, it's a B, maybe a C. And, and I do understand what I'm saying about someone that's averaging 30 points a game and 11 rebounds per game and six assists. I, I get what I'm saying. But that is how he would feel about his game because he is still trying to grow and still trying to get better. Talking to Eric Name, he covers the Bucks for the Athletic Milwaukee in town tonight, playing the Grizzlies inside FedEx Forum. One of the neat stories, and you wrote about this earlier in the week, um, Javon Carter, who was drafted by the Grizzlies in the second round in 2018, is um, now starting for the Bucks, a true championship contender. He started 22 games. He's with his fourth franchise after being drafted by the Grizzlies. Um, how did Javon Carter turn into somebody who is a meaningful player for a team trying to win a, a, another world championship? A, a lot of hard work this offseason. Um, you know, last year the Bucks picked him up off the waiver wire after the Brooklyn Nets had let him go, and he came to Milwaukee, started playing right away, uh, and you could see why Mike Boonholder likes him. That Bud is always going to be concerned about his defense. He's always going to be concerned about the pressure, uh, you know, that his backup point guard can put on the starter. You have Drew Holiday, who is among the very best defenders in the NBA. He's big, he's strong, he's physical. Uh, if you really want to make opposing point guards work, you need another guy to have that second wave of defense. And Bud during his five years here in Milwaukee, he's always tried to have a point guard that's willing to pick people up full court. And uh, if you've covered Javon Carter for a game in his career, you know that that is what he wants to do. Um, he, he would love to pick anyone up 94 feet. And this year, uh, with the injuries that the Bucks had for the start of the season, Chris Middleton was out for the first 20 games. Uh, they slotted Javon into the starting lineup, and uh, Javon has been great doing all the things that he does defensively. Uh, but this year, he's also been more aggressive as, as a jump shooter. He's been someone that's more willing to put up shots than, than he has been in previous seasons. And I think that's part of what has allowed him to stay on the court. Um, as Drew Holiday missed some games, as Middleton missed those games, you know, there's a couple nights where Javon is straight up the point guard. He is out there conducting. He is putting up six assists, eight assists, 12 assists. Uh, he did all of those things on the offense then that really lets you have, you know, a true impact where it's not just, oh, yeah, he's great defensively, but offensively he can't stay on the floor. Javon's been spectacular offensively this season, and I do think a lot of that is the Bucks really letting them know that they believe in him. Uh, the Bucks really loving what he brings to the table. And then Javon just continuing to work really hard. In this offseason, he put in the work, and he got better in a lot of those areas. He knew the offense that the Bucks were going to run. He knew the spots on the floor that he needed to be good at. Uh, and he, he's really found a nice chemistry uh, with that starting lineup. But now that Middleton is back, he's moved to the bench some as well. But he's done all those same things. And, uh, you know, 
I just thought he had a fantastic night on Tuesday uh, against Steph Curry. I, I don't know if it's going to work out as well against John Morant. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is someone that you can really pressure and get into. Um, that's typically not the game plan for most people on John Morant because he's so fast, he's so athletic. Um, but I, I will say I'm very excited and very interested to see how it plays out tonight. That is Eric Name. He covers the Bucks for The Athletic. If you're not a subscriber, you should be. Some of the best sports writing in the country is happening at The Athletic. You can follow Eric on Twitter at Eric, that's E-R-I-C underscore N-E-H-M. Eric Name from The Athletic. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.